Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. This is kind of a long story. I'm going to try to cut it down as short as possible. I'm a, I'm a real spiritual person. I go mm-hmm. by what God tells me, you know, the universe sends me, and uh, I just go by that. So uh, a couple years ago, well, growing up, I was not an ain't-shit nigga, I put it that way. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Yes, I So, you know, I used to cheat on women, all that shit. I never hit a woman, and I never, uh, like, I never stole nothing. I was never a burglar, but I would take somebody's shit in a minute. It was never no problem. So right. I went to prison and shit like that, you know, did all the time, whatever. Um but recently, uh, I was dealing with some girl, and me and her kind of broke up. And then once we broke up, she kind of opened my eyes to, you know, put me in my own place with the shit I've been through uh, of, like, you know, making me responsible for my own shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had to look at it like all these years of me cheating never got me nowhere except bad energy. You know, and once, she, once me and her separated, it was like, damn, all this time it was my fault. And then once from that point, Kirkland, I, I stopped, uh, you know, I became completely honest with every woman I came across, and I never had a problem since. And it's been like three, four years now. Like, right. I've just been getting blessed and blessed and blessed and blessed and blessed. So I realized that, you know, what you put out, it comes back to you. And uh, everything that's been happening since, it's just been rolling up into this point. And even you calling me now is a perfect sign to say, something, I'm doing something right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, um uh, I, I I dig a lot. I don't fuck with nobody. I ain't got no friends. Uh, I know a lot of people, but I don't fuck with nobody. If, if that makes any right. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand. I'm a so I'm a true soloist, man. I only fuck with my kids, and that's it. I only fuck with my immediate family for real. Um, mm-hmm. It's my my way of thinking is completely different from everyone else, and I learned that. And I learned that uh, no matter where I go, women like me, but niggas don't. Cause no matter what, right. but I, I don't have no fear of no man or anything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I never had no problems anywhere I go. I'm always by myself. Uh, and um, what I got is like, I'm going to put it like this. Once me and her separated, I had a dream. I broke down crying one night. I ain't cried in years, Miss Kirkland. And I broke down crying this particular night, and the image of my grandmother came to me, and the image of Rihanna came to me. Ever since this day, it's been like, like I said, three, four years now, this woman's aura has been following me no matter where I go. I walk into the mall, I walk into a store, her music is on, somebody talking about it. And at first it was fucking me up because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And then once I realized, I said, fuck it, um, something going on. So I started, excuse me, I started writing music and stuff like that, which I never did before. I fell in love with comedy and boxing for whatever reason. And ever since then, I've been studying it. And when I came, when I saw you, I saw you in Philadelphia years ago right. uh, on, on uh, Delaware Avenue. And okay. um, it was something about your aura because, I, you know, being a street dude, you know street motherfuckers. Like I said, I ain't never been, I ain't never been a millionaire or something like that, but I ain't never been broke. You know what I mean? Right. I never been a poor ass nigga, but I, I can take care of myself. But at the same time, Right now, I don't have no fear of anything um, except God. So I learned about controversy. I see that controversy is the key, you know, uh, the key to, I ain't going to say the key to success, but I see I see that it's a key to open up a lot of doors. 
because a mm-hmm. lot of people have a fear of, you know, you can't say this no more, you can't say that no more. I don't have that because right. I'm on a power hunt. I'm, on, I'm not I'm not chasing money. I'm chasing, I got a thing for power. Um, I don't disrespect women no more. I don't, I, I'm just not, I don't stand in with nobody. I'm a completely mm-hmm. old. I don't wear Timberlands no more. I don't wear Nikes no more. I just see our people just being fucked over as we always have been since, you know, how many years, you know, since we were mm-hmm. over. So, I have a different mindset um, of what, uh, you know, I don't know what the fuck to do, to be honest. I got so much ideas, but I don't know where to start. Okay. Um, but I do know for a fact that uh, I can, I can, you know, in the in the right direction with the right help, I do know for a fact that I will be something bigger than, you know, something. I'm not trying to be nobody else, just be my own self. Mm-hmm. But I don't, like I said, create this lane of music and comedy, uh, uh, whatever, and just and, and, and take care of my and take care of my kids. That's all I want to do. I don't give a fuck about. I'm not in the jewelry, I'm not in the flash and stuff. That's not me. But I, I I don't take no shit from nobody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. So what you're saying is that you're trying to find a path in music, comedy, entertainment, or something that can fulfill this burning desire you have in your life. Yes. Yeah. How old are you? Say it again. How old are you? I'm 49. I'll be 50 in April. Okay. Okay. I've been through through Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's never too late. But go ahead. I'm going to let you finish. I saw in one of your interviews that you said that you used to talk fast and you had to teach yourself to talk slower. And mm-hmm. that's where I'm at now. I'm teaching myself that also because it's like when I talk to people, I try to fill in so much because I know time is short and people don't, you know, attention spans seem kind of short these days. So I kind of fumble my words sometimes and just trying to express it, but it's kind of selling gibberish. So I'm in the process of myself teaching myself to talk slower so I can communicate yeah. more with people. But I do have, have to do that. Ideas. Yeah, and all you have to do is that keep saying that in your head. As many okay. times if you can during the day, talk slow, take your time, take your time. Okay. I did that for years. And one of the reasons why I taught myself to talk a little slower, because us being street in the streets, when you talk fast, especially growing up in the 70s and the 80s, mm-hmm. it was always taken as you was a liar. Okay. Because it's always said that people who talk fast as liars, whether it's a myth or facts, you don't know, but most of the people say that. And mm-hmm. I've always and that's what made me more brutal with my conversation. Because even though I was talking fast, I was never a liar. Exactly. And one of the worst things I hate anybody to put on me. Is that nigga a liar? I, I hate it mm-hmm. with a passion. So I taught myself, right. I'll hurt your feelings first mm-hmm. before you ever call me a liar. Facts. So I taught myself to do that, and it, it's done everything for me. Um, it, helped, it has helped me with my, even with my stand-up. It has helped me in life. Um, and as you get older, you just move a certain way. Everything also... The people that you hang around also could be influenced. I've, I've met a lot of, I've met every kind of person, hustlers, mm-hmm. attorneys, doctors, nurses, uh, 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 pharmaceutical 
engineers, I'm about real pharmaceutical engineers and street hustlers. And okay. I believe it or not, I've taken something from everybody in my life. So who raised you has different categories in my life. Who raised okay. you? It could be college, it could be high school, it could be a high school coach, your college coach. It could be the women that you met in your life. It could be the homies that you met in your life. Everybody teaches you something. Mm-hmm. And what you have to do is, do you take the bad from them or the good from them? And it's good to really take both because sometimes you got to know how to get your hands dirty if necessary. So if you mm-hmm. know that type of shit, you know how, okay, I've seen this before, but this person or this situation is bringing this out of me. i got to get my hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Then you got situations where, okay, I have to be extremely polite and professional. Mm-hmm. Those things are, are important as well. Believe it or not, when I was young, I used to show up to events late. I used to always be late. And I wound up losing a lot of money because of that. And I taught myself never to be late again. I don't think I've been late to anything in over 40 years. Okay. And those mistakes come if you know what you want better out of life. And I used to get in trouble with the police and around the country. And I said, mm-hmm. the reason why I never went to prison because I had a lot of money. Okay. And I was able to fight my cases. And then when I started realizing, nigga, all the effort you put in not going to prison, you could take the same energy and use towards your career. So I flipped it. So instead of fighting cases, I booked myself. I work. I work, 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 work. Um, I spread myself thin trying to see my kids, but I get it done. And yes, I am 90% of the time exhausted, but I make sure I get my rest when necessary. I don't party. I don't go out because I know the key is to work. Go get some rest. And I invest in me. See, people invest in corporations. People invest in other things. Everything I do, I invest in me. I go to the doctor. I make sure I take care of my body. I make sure I take everything that makes me better, that when I'm on stage and people around me, they feel good about what they're saying because I want to be a projection of this great person that can influence you, women, any person that's walking this life um, to give them the knowledge that I have obtained because I've gone through all the pain to make sure that other people don't. And I tell people, if you haven't gone through nothing, you haven't teached nobody nothing, God damn, I've been through it all. You hear me? And I just want people to win because We'd be out here and we have so many distractions. Like with men, we got we got the women who are fucking extremely beautiful, fat asses, thighs. As you get older, you're attracted to them, but then there's a lot of nonsense you don't want to put up with what they're bringing to the table. And it may not be bad things, right? Just because a person brings stuff to the table don't mean it's bad things. You got to know what you want around you. Mm-hmm. Is, is, does a person have more than two children? Do you want to really be around that? 
Are their kids mm-hmm. fucked up? Do you want to love a woman so much that you got to deal with her fucking kids for the rest of your fucking life or two, three months a year? Do you do you really want to hear another woman complain about the baby daddy or the kids? Mm-hmm. Or let's say you let them move in with you. Now the kids are acting right now. You got your kids. You raised them a certain way. Now you have this mixture of energy in your home. You yeah. got another man's kids in your house. You got your kids the way you raised, but you can't check her kids the way you check your kids because those not your kids. So you have this mixture of energy, and then you have a woman who's like, "Oh, you can't talk to my kid like that." You got confused, yeah. and you got to feel sorry for her too because if a woman really likes a child. And a man is talking to that child any kind of way. She has to protect her children. Some women bite their tongue because the man now is taking care of everything. And that's bad for her as well. And that's right, why women right. got to take their time to get their money right before they start having children, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it looks good when you at a family get together. It looks good it's you know, you see other people with, your, with you, other people see you with your kids, but it's the it's the the death of having a child and not being financially ready that can hurt the new boyfriend, her and her family. Because a lot of men put themselves in situations when women have other children and they want to do right. It's a great thing that a man is raising another next kid, but at the same time, it's a bad thing. Because you, it can work out. I mean, there's always been a lot of, for example, Shaquille O'Neal, um, different football athletes who mothers have met other men, and that person has raised those kids. Those, those are, I suggest to men, unless that, that that woman has to be so fucking special mm-hmm. that you change your life for that situation. See, you move the way I move. See, I'm a loner. Mm-hmm. I like peace. And when I'm mm-hmm. tired, if I, if I was going to go out, if I'm going to date a woman, and let's say I have plans, I, I might want to, all of a sudden, I may not want to motherfucking go. Right. <laughs> I, you know, like, you got these plans, like, you know, I don't want to fucking leave. I'm staying the fucking yeah. house. <laughs> right. And you want to find somebody who's understanding, because some people are like, oh, you never... Want to do nothing? Nah, bitch, I'm tired. It ain't like I don't want to do nothing. Right. I'm tired. So instead of me having to explain, guess what? I've had to be by my motherfucking self. So, right. Because right. I have a lot to do. I run businesses I don't tell people about. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of writing. I have to read because what's the, the world I'm in in entertainment? I have to read. And watch current events every day like a student. Like being a great comedian okay. is being a student every day like you're in college. Okay. You can't never stop reading. You can never stop knowing what's going on. Because your gift is when I get on that stage, um, I'm going to tell you what I read. I'm going to tell you what I saw. And I'm going to put my twist on it to deliver it to you. The way I see so I'm going to, I'm going to take something serious and make it funny. I'm going to take some okay. knowledge and give it to you because it's a 99% chance you don't know it. Mm-hmm. And that's why lately I've really been into the African history of black people 
talk about it on stage because I know there's a lot of things we don't know. And if you're going to go in that comedy world, you have to learn. I always tell people, and I have had this type of conversation for a long time, um, to be a good comedian, you got to go get books and read how to write a joke. And okay. read it. It, it gives you the foundation. It gives you head start on every comic in the world because most comics don't have a foundation. Most comics don't have rules to go by. They just go out there and just start. And they ask other people, hey, how did you do this? How did you do that? But if you read on it first, teach yourself how to set up a joke. You teach yourself how to write a script. You're ahead of half of the people in this business. Then you got to have the work ethic. Mm-hmm. That's another key. Then as you have the work ethic, you, you you pay attention, you listen. You go through life, and you, if you get people to start booking stuff for you, see, the, the thing that most comedians do, they'll do comedy for a year and think they're really good, and they want to go get an agent to give an agent 20% of your money. Mm-hmm. I never did that. I might have had independent agents, meaning throughout my 38 years of stand-up, I may have an agent here to book this maybe two or three times for a couple of years, and then I let them go because I'm not giving you 20%. Everybody knows I do my own shit. Right. It might be time-consuming. It might wear my ass out, but I come home with the bag. Right. You know, it's like Bill Bellamy said on an interview last week, he said, I'm like an independent rapper. And you see how independent rappers are. They may not have the major record label behind them, but they balling. Right, gotcha. I'm that dude. I may not have a CAA or William Morris, even though they have tried to sign me. And they all come back around and said, there's nothing we could do for you. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Because I can't sit around and wait for somebody to call me and tell me you booked or tell me what date I'm working or tell me um, this is your day. But right now, today, mm. I know what I'm doing in entertainment for the next 10 years. Because mm. I booked myself. Mm-hmm. That's important to me. That I know what I'm doing next year, the year after that, the year after that. I don't need nothing left on the table to speculate what I'm doing. I got to know what I'm doing. Now, with you in the music business... Now, are you a true um, artist? Meaning, do you know how to do music? Do you know how to, uh, what, like, what kind of lane are you going in the music business? Um, I'm not like I said. Once me, like I, once I told you, I said he cried. I cried that night. Like I ain't cried in years. And once this thing happened to me, all the stuff that started coming to me, man, as far as music and comedy. Um, I I did comedy twice. I did stand up twice. Uh, well, you know, mm-hmm. open mic like that. First night was horrible. First time I did it was horrible. I just went up there thinking, oh, I can just do this shit, and uh, mm-hmm. it ain't that sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it wasn't that sweet. And I, I, I it took uh, it took me back a minute. So okay, let me have to recruit myself. I did it again, maybe like 
eight months later, I went by myself. I ain't tell nobody. I just found a place and just went up there. It was much better than before, but I still need a lot of work. I know mm-hmm. for myself, you know. Um, so to, do, so to be a good comedian, like I taught DL and Gothi and all of them, you have to stay on that stage. Okay. You got to be on that stage at least three times a week, if not more. Back in the day, whew, I used to do about seven, eight shows a week. And then I was also an MC because when I was coming up, I had all the clubs in comedy. And I was the host of all the clubs. So all the comedians had to come through me. And then I had the streets behind me. So we was able to pay comedians at that time. Other com- other clubs wasn't paying because black comedians wasn't getting that kind of money in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. They wasn't getting it. So what we was doing, we was giving niggas five, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars so everybody loved PK because I was making sure they, they was getting money. Yeah. And that was the key to my success. So when I look at all the comedians now and all that, I'm really happy because it's like being like the godfather of the young generation of stand-up. You know, and yeah. um, this is the transition. It's a beautiful thing. So like I said, I never had this type of conversation with a, a person in a long time. And then, but with the music, that is that the world has changed now. It's not like it was years ago. But now you don't need nobody. If you're good at what you do, learn how to do your shit independent. And you can, as long as you got an iPhone, mm-hmm. and as long as you can put music together, you can no, start I'm your not, own. I'm not computer savvy. I'm not computer savvy at all. And I saw mm-hmm. a lot of I I saw a lot of your interviews. I saw on Vlad TV. You know, I just, all I do is study. Um, so I have a lot of free time. I love to learn. I'm actually retired. I retired in 2016 from engineering. I'm mm-hmm. highly intelligent. Uh, I was built an engineer for like 16 years, but it just you know, for me, even at the job, it was like this. I know something now. I bet I'm too intelligent for this. You know what I mean? Everything wow. comes to me so easy. People, for things that people call difficult, they come to be easy. For things that people call crazy, are you crazy? I hear that. I've been hearing it all my life, but it's normal to me. Right. It's just, I just that I don't have that fear of what you can't say and what you can't say. You know, I, I understand that we only get one life. And I, once you've been to prison, like, you know, you said, I understand that tomorrow you promise to any of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you have to say what you want to say. I, I cannot bite my tongue for nobody. And no, I'm going to teach you right there. Mm-hmm. Never bite your tongue, but be tactful how mm-hmm. you talk to people. Yeah, I'm never disrespectful. Okay, cool. Okay. No, no, I'm never, I'm never disrespectful. Even when somebody even tries to disrespect me, I don't even reply with no disrespect back. But once right. you touch me, it's a totally different story. You can yes. say what you want to me all you want. You know what I mean? But, but you should you have those kind of problems at your age. I don't be. I don't. At I don't. Forty-nine don't people sense. coming up touching yeah. you, being crazy. No. Nah. I don't have those problems. Mm-hmm. I don't have those problems. Right now, I'm, I, I'm a school bus driver. I've been driving a school bus for like mm-hmm. two years. But at the same time, it's like I only work four hours a day. And I got so much free time. Yeah, you, you know sure I mean? do. Yeah, so all I do is write. I just write, write, write. And the music that I write is not for the, it's not really for like the streets. It's for, like I said, it's controversial music. It's really the, the, the game people say, you can't say that, but I'm going to say it. And when I, when I met you at Bananas and I told you, 
I'm going to take a, some some man's woman. You said how you know you said how's going to make you some money. I said well, that depends on who it is. And like I just told you about Rihanna, it's not that right. it's not a it's not about her money. It's not about her image. It's about her spirit. And ever since then, my spirit has been you know her, her aura has been following me no matter where I go. And I, I have well, to get this shit out. But you so, can just be a fan too. So what I want to no, do is take the emotion. Let me finish a second. What I want to do is take the emotion out of you working hard. So here's how life has to go. You got to go learn how to do music. Okay. You got to go learn. Find a school, find some type of classes so you Mm -hmm. know the game. It's like a person trying to open up a hair salon, a barbershop, a car factory, whatever. If you don't have experience, Mm-hmm. It's a 99% chance you're going to fail. But if okay. you go put the proper work in and understand the proper work, how to set up a track, how to set up things, then you, your success becomes more solid. You know what you're doing. Right now, what I'm hearing, you're winging it because you're going off of emotion. Your emotion, I listen to Rihanna, your emotion, is, I had this type of feeling. But those feelings don't get you through the door. Those feelings... They'll get you to talk to executive. You can't walk up to a highly powerful executive and say, oh, I can do this and I have this and because of the spirit, because of the energy. Uh-huh. you got to take the energy and, and put it on something and make sure that it's a, it's a hit so that people can say, oh, man, this is some incredible fucking work. Yeah. Because like I tell people, demonstration is better than conversation. And that's how you have to move. We can talk all day, but can you deliver? You know, most people in this world sell the sizzle and not the steak. So you ever see that? I've been at a restaurant, you heard that sizzle and make you go, look, turn around. Like, what the fuck is that? Oh, I see that look good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then when you taste it, it's blah. But what you want to have is the sizzle and the steak that you can get their attention. And then once they bite into the steak, they go, oh, my God, this motherfucker's delicious. It's the same thing you have to do with your career. It's the same thing you have to do with your life. And that's and one more thing. And I'm sorry. I had, um, I got, I went to the studio. I recorded, like, maybe four songs. Mm-hmm. Or, or I just, I just put like if I it's like nowadays if I hear a music if I hear any song I can just write to it. Um, so I wrote I recorded like maybe five songs four to five songs of her songs I just added it's like a duo like she would she would say she would do a part in between a break I would just add something in there and and it was like a back and forth. I recorded it um, I didn't put it out though like that. But like you said, but whatever uh, too, you might be a gifted writer. Yes, I believe I am. See, so I, what you should do is become a writer. Now, here's what people don't understand: you have people who want to be in front of the camera, right? I don't want to be for real. You could be a multi. Don't you think you could be a multi-million for writing songs for different artists? Yes. So what you do is I want you to start. If you got a favorite artist, okay, let's take Rihanna. Mm-hmm. 
if you know her style, you feel spirit, write her a song. Mm-hmm. Write her a song for her. For words that you're feeling that should come out of her mouth. Okay. And it could be a hit. I do have two that I know that she's going to, one is going to make her cry because it's a personal song that's, you know, it's all factual. No bullshit. It's all facts. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's on her own song. So once I looked at, like you said, uh, I looked at, I really can't, I don't, I never saw like somebody do that for her. I never heard of anything like that. I don't see nobody coming at her like that. And, and you know, everybody saying, well, she with the ball. She with such and such. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You know, it's not, no disrespect, though. I'm not going to disrespect mm-hmm. him at all. No matter what he say, I, I would never disrespect unless he come at me sideways. Now, you know, I, I do it that way. I don't worry, I don't worry right. about that down the line. But as for now, uh, I can't, I understand I can't buy her nothing. I can't, I'm not that rich. None of that shit. I get all that. But emotionally, I can touch her spirit. And if I can just do that, I know for a fact something will come out of that. Even if I can make her blush or anything, you know what I mean? But no, my brain is... Um, but it's maybe like I got... So I understand she's highly intelligent and fearless, which is... I, we, are, we are the same. Uh, and it's, it's she also is nasty. I got a nasty song and I got an emotional song. So I can do both ways, you know what I mean. And once somebody right. does hear it, say, "Oh, okay." A versatile mm-hmm. in all aspects of. Just, yeah. Just, so now what you got to do is do your research and find how you can register your words. There's a thing I think we got to go to BMI, um, uh-huh. and 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 you can register your song, and then you want to submit it. So I don't know too much about that part. But do your research on it, and yo, submit her a song. You never fucking know. Right. And if she doesn't do it, send it to somebody else. Because okay. it's possible somebody might say, oh, I love this. Who the fuck wrote this song? And that's how you get in. Missy Elliott, that's how she started in the business. Okay. Missy Elliott was writing for Mary J. Blige. She was writing for Little Kim okay. before she blew up. And she was writing for Timberland. And if I'm not mistaken, Missy Elliott's still writing fucking songs now. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No. So that's how you move, fam. What, what, what I'm hearing is you have great ideas. This is that no one you don't know how to get on that track to get to get it done. What I learned is that because it's her song, I can't put it out there. I'm just adding shit. I would have to write my own personal song with my own personal beat. Yeah, but let me you know explain you what I mean now. I don't okay. want to take her music and write her song. That, that'll never get played. Yeah. I'm talking about something from scratch, something totally different. Okay. Gotcha. It, it can't be the same music and you rewriting the words because she's not going to do it that way. Now, that might be different for another artist somewhere down the line who might use that track and want to hear that. But there's too many license fees that deal with that. Yeah. Right? So it, it, it'll be complicated. But okay. you've got to come up with something new from your heart. 
your own words because you're feeling her, you're feeling her style, and then you could write to a beat. Or you could find a producer, you know, or you can just write the words and they find a producer to have the music match the words. Okay. Just do everything you do from this moment on. Just do your research because you have Google now. You have so many things at at your fingertips in today's world that if a person really applied themselves, they can get it. Yes. They can get it, yo. I mean that shit. They can get it. And that's what you have. And you should try to follow your dreams. Especially, like you said, you have all this free time. And in the meantime, the more, the, after those four hours, you should make sure you stay in the gym. You should mm-hmm. make sure that you work out and take care of your health. You mm-hmm. should go to the doctor every four to six months, not wait a year, so that you can live long because I see you loving your kids. And that's important. And just pursue your dream. Because even if you don't hit, at least you could say, I'm pursuing my dream. My dream. And when you meet women, what I've learned in life is don't tell them your business. Mm-hmm. Just say you're a bus driver. Just say you're doing this because, I, you know what I like? The element of surprise. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I went on a date with a girl once. And apparently she must not have known. She heard her name, T.K. Kirkland. I heard it on Pandora or whatever. But she never saw my face. But we went to this comedy club. We sat in the back, and people were saying hello, but nobody was like, oh, my God, can I have your autograph? So I did a guest spot at this venue. The MC said, ladies and gentlemen, we have T.K. Kirkland in the house. Let's give him a round of applause. come to the stage. She jumps up and starts clapping. I love them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got up and started walking to the stage. She never knew it was me. Wow. <laughs> She because I didn't tell her. I didn't say I'm TK yeah. Kirk. I told her TK, but I said TK Kirk. I never told her I was a comedian. But I'm the right. kind of guy you don't know I'm a comedian. I won't tell you. Gotcha. And I that was the flyest shit I think I've ever did in my 38 years of this game. <laughs> yeah, that's all fly. Yeah, I I enjoyed that moment. It was like it was yesterday. So how old are you? Like uh, my oldest is uh, 23, 22, 21, and I got a 13-year-old and an 8-year-old. Okay. My older ones, right, so they you... straight, you know, they are, they are, they are, they are okay. They're just my youngest one that I got to worry about. Okay. Not saying, I, not saying I Yeah. Not saying I don't worry about the other ones, but I got to worry about the youngest one the most. His mom is fucked up mentally. But, um, but like you said, man, uh, I don't talk to people when I like I don't tell people my business. I'm a real private person. Yeah, I tell people I do drive a bus, but that's it. I don't tell them what I do on the side because, like you said, I want to. The element of surprise is the best thing. And yeah. I don't fuck a lot of people hands up. I already know it. Uh, just a matter of time. But, um, yeah, just a matter of time. But long, like I said, as long as you put the work in, I will. You will, will. get what you deserve. Remember that. You put in what you work and you get what you uh-huh. Yes. 
I also created my own hieroglyphs, my own alphabet. It's just like a lot. I, I don't know. My brain is it's a lot. I, I know something's going to come out, so no when. I just got to have patience. And that's all I got is patience and time. And but uh, I'm going to do what you say. I'm going to do exactly everything you said because I love knowledge. I love learning new things. I'm going to read. I do read already, but I mean, I just need to read other things that's going to put me in a position where so, um, you know, I can take care of my family. Yeah, we're worried about right now. Yeah. And there's nothing like having that. What's the word? There's nothing like having that as fire in your heart, that that passion to succeed because you want to do something for your kids. Yeah. You know, that's a good, that's a good thing to have. That's it. You're really about these women. I don't know. You chase these women. They, you know, getting women never been a problem. Never. They come too easy. So, the, the thing about the females is that they're beautiful, but it could be time consuming too. Yeah, yeah. I don't had you know. enough. I'm on a. I'm on a mission right now to to solidify my own self. That's all I worry about right now. I'm single. I ain't got no women. I want to get some ass. That's no problem. Send a text message. How you doing? Uh, how, how you doing? Uh, right now, like I said, I just want to do what I got to do for myself and my children. Right. That's all you can do, family. But other than that, I, I, I don't see no complications here. What I see is just getting on the right track and knowing what to do with your energy. Yes. The book That's you it. said, you said, the book you said about comedy, uh, how to learn a punchline. I don't know the name but, of it because it's been 38 years uh, since I read that damn book, but just go to the library <laughs> or just, right. just, just Google or just Google books on comedy writing. Okay. Just Google about, books on um, comedy writing and just look at something that you think you might see, order it on Amazon, and bam, just read it, and you're going to be set. And the and thing right about stand up, always remember one thing when you be a kid, when you start as a comedian. Always tell people who you are. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is such and such. This is my first time on stage and I hope that you will enjoy what I'm about to tell you. Always gotta have an introduction. Okay. You always gotta get you gotta say where, where you're from, I'm from such and such. And then you could take you could talk about your city a little bit growing okay. up. Yep. Then you work. Then you work into your your material, but always have a um, an intro. Okay. Before you go into your stand up, and that's how you start. I appreciate it, CK. Everything, man. Yeah. You do that, and I guarantee you everything will go your way. I mean that. You know, everything will go your way. Thank you for the time. Thank you for the conversation. Um, uh, you're welcome, family. I'm happy to do that. I appreciate it. Really. Say it again. And I wish you the best. I know it's time for you to go take the kids. I got some things I have to do, too. But before you do that, let me get some announcements out here. Um, ladies and okay. gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Listen, again, we had a young man who has ambition and Hopefully, I've given him some um, good direction. 
and how to pursue his dream. Also this week in Dayton, Ohio, come check me out at the famous Funny Bone, ladies and gentlemen, Dayton, Ohio. It's Friday, Saturday, all right? Check the website for your tickets. And then Sunday evening in San Francisco, check me out the Grotto in Fisherman's Wharf. Tickets are going fast. Um, just go to my Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland, or better yet, let me give you the number for Eventbrite um, at the Grotto in San Francisco, California, this Sunday, one show only, show is at 7 p.m. Make sure that you're in the building. Bam, I wish you the best. You got my number. You call me anytime or text me and give me some time to get back to you. And I'll have a mm-hmm. conversation. Much love, Mr. Kirkland. Appreciate it, bro. All right. Enjoy those kids tonight. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Okay, you Thank too, you. I hope this, helped, hope this helped you a little as well. Every word you said, man. Took it all in. Take care of yourself. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.